Welcome to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea uh, and not watching The Great British Bake Off season 10. <laughs> never again. <laughs> uh, never again. Uh, I'm Melissa. I'm Sarah. We're okay. on the social media. Um, we're on Tea and Sympathy. Oh my goodness. We're on Twitter. Sorry, fam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're on twitter t and sympathy pod that's the letter t and sympathy pod we're on the internet t and sympathy pod.com we're extremely online we have an email address t and sympathy pod at gmail.com facebook.com forward slash t and sympathy pod i got another message from them sarah saying they were going to disable our page oh uh, uh we're also on apple pod Podcast and Google Play and um, Mom, you're not listening to this because you haven't listened to any of the recent podcasts. So feel free to shame my mother if you see her in public because every time she asks me something tangentially related to something we've discussed on this podcast i say did you not listen to the most recent pod and she says i have not <sighs> i thought she was our biggest what? fan <laughs> i know does that mean that someone and maybe that means the prince of luxembourg is our biggest fan i hope so peloton look I know you took a hit recently, <laughs> but um, I would be happy to talk favorably about your bike. <laughs> I do not have a man, so there's no one to like, there's no stigma here. This is a safe space, Peloton. Feel free to <laughs> pop one in the mail. Yeah, just shoot one on over to me. Shoot one on over. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Are you, I'm, uh, are you drinking tea today? Um, I was, but because I was uh, ac- inexplicably up at an unreasonable hour, I've already consumed my mug of tea, which was uh, berries with sugar, milk. And now I put collagen in my tea. Oh, how's that working for you? It's nice. Put some collagen in. Um... I guess it seems to be doing, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I have had tea. What about you? Well, I um, this morning have coffee, but I drank some herbal tea this week, and I know that this isn't typically an herbal tea venue. It's, yeah, a Tisan venue. Um, but I like it because it's called Ginger Snappish. <laughs> And it's, I think it's really just Bigelow's ginger lemon tea, like in, in Christmas drag, really. Oh, gotcha. But it's, um, I like it. It's delightful. And um, there's some weird, they have some weird like holiday themed flavors out there. Like, I don't know about peppermint bark tea. (laughs) I know peppermint Although, no, I don't know. I feel like that might might be good on the old Tum Tum. Oh, maybe. Maybe for near constant concern of mine. (laughs) Maybe for overindulgences of Mm -hmm. festive time. Mm. (laughs) 
But uh, anyway, I recommend it. And yeah, um, tell me more about this third bullet point on our notes. I'm very excited. So my my dad is a tea guy. Like he's really oh, I love it. Um, always been a tea guy. And uh, my I have some family in Kentucky, and they recently threw. I don't know. You know how people like to trade. Like when you went to um, the UK and you brought back cookies. Yeah. So um, there was an exchange recently. My mom was traveling with some family and uh, they were like, here's the honey. And it's this, it's made by a company called Bee in Your Bonnet. I'm obsessed with that. And it's Kentucky bourbon honey. Um, and it's... In that like it's honey aged in bourbon barrels or that it's... I believe it to be made with bourbon, I believe. Oh, so, oh, the honey has the bourbon in it. Yes, it is a delicious drizzle and or dipping sauce for charcuterie cheese and vegetable platters. Ah, a savory honey. Um, Yes, it's infused with Kentucky bourbon, but I put it in tea when I was visiting with my parents and it is delicious i bet you it would go nice with your ginger snappish ginger snap it ginger snappish wow yeah probably um but i do want to tell the people you can get be in your bonnet honey on amazon so so go forth and get your sponsored by being by being your bonnet being your bonnet <laughs> kentucky honey the best bourbon honey and sorry <laughs> yikes <laughs> so we're talking oh. about Yes. Tell us. Tell the people. So we're not talking about Bake Off. Um, Goodbye to all that. Uh, We're talking about The Crown Season 3. I love that you write it's a Netflix joint. It is a Netflix joint. I know, but that just (laughs) pleases me greatly. Um, and season three covers the period of, I'm, I'm, I'm making a leap and assuming that our listeners know that the crown is a dramatization of the life of Elizabeth II and her, um, family. And her reign. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm also assuming that they understand that the cast has switched up. Yes. Um, the cast is switched up, which we will talk about shortly here, but, um, Mm. this season three covers, uh, 1964 to 1977. I my note says powerhouse cast this go around. It, it, it really is. I really just like before we like I. It's I like this cast way more than I liked the first one. Mm. I just it, there's just it. This cast makes me happier. It, I can't figure out whether it's Helena Bottom Carter. Or Olivia Coleman, all on her own, or Tobias Menzies, I can't figure, or that it's like Emerald Fennel is in it, who um, I loved in Called Midwife. Like, I can't, I, I just like the whole thing makes me happy. Emerald Fennel plays Camilla Shand. She does. AKA Camilla Parker Bowles. AKA the Duchess of Windsor. Wales? No, Cornwall. Oh, God. <laughs> sure, of course. So yes, yeah, so we've got Olivia Coleman as the queen, Tobias Menzies, Philip, Helena Bonham Carter as Princess Margaret, and then we we meet as adults Prince Charles, Princess Anne, Camilla Shand, and um, Andrew Parker Bowles. And the reason I mentioned him is because yeah, it's Mark Latimer. <laughs> it's Mark Latimer, adorable from Blood Church, and he's it's real cute. 
it's that thing where it's the same dozen people. And yeah, I know. You want to know who isn't in it? The weird act, British actor that I saw in Hudson Valley, who apparently uh, is the one British actor who has not been in every single thing repeatedly because I cannot seem to locate him. Just need to vent about that a little bit more. It's gonna happen, and I, I know, I know it's coming. I believe you will be traveling like out of the country, and you'll see him again. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> um, I did not add additional notes, mostly because I liked your notes, and and we can just talk about we can go off of your notes. But. Well, I one of my one of the surprises of this season for me was. I have so much to say about it. Um, but one know, of the su- the surprises for me was Tobias Menzies. Not that I didn't think he would be good, but he's he's so good. Yeah. I didn't think that they – I was like, who are they going to find that's more that guy than Matt Smith? And I think they found him. They did. They did. Bravo. Um, I – I have a – love hate relationship with Tobias with to oh this is gonna be a rough one listeners I've been awake since 5 a.m inexplicably so I'm sorry um I like I can't figure out whether I love him or hate him so <laughs> like to and I think as a like I don't have any opinion of him as a person which is the funny part um he is in um bodyguard he's great he's in outlander where he's kind of like he's handsome i can't decide whether he's extremely handsome or not i i have so many mixed emotions about Tobias Menzies. <laughs> he seems like a genuinely lovely person. I've seen him like in interviews, but then every time I see him, I'm like, do I love you or do I hate you? So I, 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 I kind of like, I mean, Prince Philip, we can talk about <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um, yikes. Yeah. I do appreciate that they're really not trying to kind of sugarcoat his the fact that he is kind of a big dill hole. Um, <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I did learn some things about Prince Philip that I didn't know in this season. Like, oh, um, you know, like the you watched the whole season, right? I did. Yeah. So the the thing which I'm now forgetting the the retreat for the, the priest. church. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about um, that. John Dean. John Dean. Uh, yeah, I didn't know about that either. So um, that was interesting. That was I didn't good. know that he was so um, fixated on the moon landing. I did not either. Um, I did not know his... I loved the family. I, I find his familial um, backstory so interesting that it mm-hmm. was like, he's like tech, like he's like Greek. Everyone thinks of him as, like, so British. He's Greek. Like, the man was born in Greece to Danish and Greek parents. Yeah, well, I think they... they um, Edit that out. (laughs) No, leave everything in. We're doing zero editing of this one. 
But when he was first, I think, put forward. They didn't like him. Yeah, because he was too foreign. (laughs) He was too foreign. I love that his mother was, like, in a convent. And I just, I. I, She was great. That character was great. Princess Alice. Mm -hmm. I guess there's something that makes me um, love old women named princess. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. Makes me really happy. Um, I really, really, uh, super. The actor Josh O'Connor, who plays the adult Prince Charles, I think knocked it out of the park. Like, I think the adult Prince Charles and Princess Anne, who I'm blanking on her name, like, were the low key, like. Come for Olivia Coleman and Helena Bottom Carter and stay for Josh Charles and her name, which I can't remember. Um, it's Aaron. Aaron something. something. Uh, I loved, I mean, I have very conflicted feelings about, frankly, all of these people. Um, Aaron Doherty. That's Aaron Doherty. Yep. But um, he... I loved, I loved Josh Charles or Josh O'Connor. I love, I, I, I feel like the stuff that was presented in the, in the course of the season, you're like, oh, well, everything makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. That all um, makes sense. So I thought it was interesting, the difference in tone between seasons one and two, which were like, um, not that there weren't you know, heavy moments in that, those seasons. But I think that the, the look of the show was much more like sunny and mm-hmm. of like post-war optimism and, and a young woman. And yeah, the season was, was dark. Like literally yeah. it was a darker tone. Huh. Yeah. Thing. I mean, the, well, I mean, there was like the coal um, mining disaster in Wales. Yeah. In Wales. Which is another thing that outside of the UK, I'm not sure is really taught. No. Like I, it was, I'm sort of embarrassed to say it was like news to me. (laughs) I had heard of it uh, tangentially in a really roundabout way because I like Michael Sheen, the actor, and he's Welsh and he has discussed Mm, being alive during it and like kind of mentioned it. So I only kind of knew about it tangentially, but um, I, this actually, this season really makes me want to like dig into the whole like Welsh, like, um, you know, like Wales is part of the UK, but like, are they happy about it? They don't seem to be. Um, and is that a current thing? I want to go to Wales. I want to, yeah. So, <laughs> remember when we learned in an earlier episode that Wales is a principality, just like Monaco? I didn't know that. Wait, we when did we learn that? Uh, we were talking about what constitutes a principality and what other principalities <laughs> were. In I can't remember anything. Wales is one of them. Wait, Wales is a principality, but Scotland and Ireland are not? No, Scotland is a country and um, Northern Ireland is a country. Yes. Geopolitical, British political 
asides, yeah. um, I did not know that Jillian Anderson was going to play Margaret Thatcher, but now I am ready. Yeah, that's season four. Well, Have she's they dating. announced the season four casting or uh, just her? I just know about her. I don't know that. I thought it was still Olivia Coleman and that. Oh, sure. But like, I didn't know if they were adding anyone else. Oh, oh, I see. Well, you know, Julian know. Anderson is dating the, the creator of the show. Oh, um, I don't remember his name. That Steven guy. Yep. Something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy. They, they really are finding a lot of Windsor lookalikes, I will say. Um, I mean, I know that post-production and makeup certainly does a lot, but. Um, well, yeah, but Charles Dance, like, looks like Mountbatten. Uh, Lord Mountbatten. Derek J- uh, Jacoby was... I was really excited yeah. to see him. I love him. I adore yeah. him so much. Um, so I recommend, as a companion uh, viewing to The Crown, I recommend a documentary that I stumbled on on Netflix called The Royal House of Windsor. Yeah, I saw that suggested in my suggested suggestedness it's like a tv documentary style but it covers you know the whole thing from like george the fifth to the present it goes through add it right now 2017 i think but it's kind of it provides a little bit more context around some of the stuff that's happening um in the crown you know not non-fictional context (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean it's like these people are fascinatingly weird i mean did you hear about the news that like apparently there have been talks with elizabeth and charles where she's gonna like i think she is retiring soon and when charles takes the throne he's going to like essentially fire his relatives (laughs) yeah the that documentary goes into that a little bit not not about like her retiring so much but like when he ends up at you know with the the top job <laughs> which he's been basically waiting for for god knows what 50 years yeah that he really wants to like whittle down the number of he basically wants it to be like it's him, it's william harry and their wives and kids well, not even Harry, really. Just William and Kate. Like, he wants to really pare down <laughs> the the people who are on. I mean, he fired his brother, essentially. I mean, right well, from the show, but Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he did fire his brother. But, like, that's okay. I don't think his brother was doing a real great job of uh, being in, pro- in public. No, he never really has been. He's kind of... No, he's uh, never been. He's uh, not great. But I mean, what a thunk that Eugenie, Eugenie, and Beatrix, Beatrice. Why did I want to call her Beatrix? Would have like they seem so normal. How much therapy? How much therapy did they get? Wow. Well, yeah, and they also haven't been like forced to live as publicly as Andrew and Fergie. Yeah, or are there? Ah, do you remember when we were obsessed with Fergie? Well, see, this is the thing, right? You have, like, all the elements of any other family where you have, like, the crazy person and, like, yeah. uh, the um, unreliable one. And then you have the one who always cleans up everybody else's mentally. You have all of those elements. And then it's all, like, extraordinarily public. But it's no. also, you're funded by <laughs> taxpayers. You live in splendor. 
you don't really do anything. Yeah, it's insane. And the whole um, the documentary on Netflix goes into this much more than the the Crown, but I guess the Queen is very like strict about you. Just don't you're you're not an individual. Like you don't show your personality. You don't show any personality publicly yeah and like that's not gonna screw you up for life you know yeah i mean they went into like a little bit of the documentary where it's like how much of it is like britishness and how like it yeah or not in the documentary in the show like i was like oh this is not a well-adjusted family no and how can you help but not be like totally screwed up by it yeah and also just like i mean as a human, though, I, I do, I mean, Olivia Holman is a goddess, but she was basic, like, I mean, can you imagine, well, I can't imagine, but I'm sure that there are people out there, but can you imagine being, like, a mother, but a queen, but you can't go, like, she didn't go to the, you know, to Wales right away, because she's like, well, we don't go, like, we only go to hospitals, mm-hmm. like, we don't go to disaster sites, right. um, like that's yikes not something i want to do i don't i mean you know part of it is like everything has to change when she shows up someplace and maybe it's not always the best like she was right she's like i'll be in the way and i'm like "Mm, you probably will be you know that scene where um charles is telling her like i have a voice and she goes well let me let you in on a secret nobody wants to hear it yeah and like it it's so awful and cold when you think like, wow, you know, I can't believe his mom said that to him. But I think she was providing him with like a... Oh, I think I thought of that as more guidance. Yeah. I didn't think of that as her saying she didn't want to hear it, even though she doesn't. Uh, I think it had dual meanings, which I will say, I'm not sure, like, I'm hoping they address this in upcoming seasons, but like, he is actually like i he has some good causes like mm-hmm. he um his like animal husbandry efforts and like sustainability efforts yep. and, like he has some really good i guess passion projects i don't know what they i think they probably have an official like name of what he does but like i do want to hear it i think that's i think it they juxtapositioned it really well with like we do want to hear from them more like i like you know i'm not a subject but like (laughs) whenever i hear about wills wills or catherine or harry or megan like out with certain their you know passions like harry has his invictus um Mm -hmm. games and like i think that that is uh i hope they address that shift in social consciousness or whatever you know what i mean yeah i also think that when you've come from a world where like you know, royal moms didn't necessarily always, like, have a lot to do with their kids. Right. And then you have, which I'm sure we'll see in the next season, you have somebody like Diana who was, like, Like, I'm going to be a mom. Yeah. You're just, it's not going to add up to, like, somebody who's (laughs) essentially, like, very well adjusted. I want to have a queen, guys. 
<laughs> I want to have a queen in a parliamentary government. Is that so wrong? I just can't. <laughs> I just, I want a parliamentary government with nationalized health care. You just want easy access to custard creams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. And Paul Hollywood. Oh. Oh, oh, let's, you know what, let's, should we do like a quick little aside on that delightful little like jaunt we took into Paul's uh, non-bake, that was the palate cleanser I needed after that Yes, poop, sand- poop sandwich of a bake-off season. <laughs> so there's a, a show on Netflix right now called Paul Hollywood's Great Continental Road Trip, and I've only watched the Italy episode. Oh, I watched all three. Did you? Yeah, I did. Were the others as delightful? It's so cute. (laughs) He is just like chock-a-block full of glee. And it just pleases me greatly. The Germany one in particular is very funny. I have to tell you, we watch a lot of car shows in my house because my husband is a car person. And so um, I've seen a lot of car content. And I will will tell you (laughs) that Paul, uh, it doesn't, like if you're... If anybody out there listening is a, like a car person, like it, it's not a deep dive. It's not a um, like a true, you know, gearheads delight. But he still feels very knowledgeable to me. Oh, he is very knowledgeable. I just don't think the show is intended to be that. So, like, if you watch Top Gear, for example, this is not that. But Paul Hollywood is delightful. It's like a purely happy side of him. He's like. Nice so happy um he he goes into it with like a learning um you know mindset not not a judging mindset i i will say i feel like this um show is a better actual representation of who he is like he's lovingly curmudgeonly delightfully curmudgeonly Mm -hmm. or something like that like he has his he kind of reminds me of Anthony Bourdain in that like yeah he's surly and sour but there are things in this world that just bring him pure joy and he is unashamed to like be that like when when something makes him happy it makes him so so happy Like he sees the he sees like all of the grace and joy in the world through the lens of cars. Yeah, it's, um, it's a pleasant diversion. It I is a very nice. It's three episodes, super zippy, very even, delightful. Even if you're not very interested in cars, it's fun. I think. yeah, I liked it. Okay. Um, my, uh, my review. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a nice little breeze, little breeze. Uh, I noticed you put something into our miscellaneous corner. That's right, because Shetland oh. is coming back oh. for two more seasons. Bye, <laughs> bye. Oh, for Shetland. <laughs> God, what am I missing about this? Like, I it should it should be. It should be for me. Should be like I like it just I, I don't understand. It's you like pole dark didn't work for me either. I I had to get off the pole dark train. Everybody on that show is too unbelievably stupid for me <laughs> watching. 
They're so dumb. I can't. I can't. There's only, I only have so much like room for things in my brain. Uh, and, and unrelated to British television, it's Maisel season. So yeah, it's back. Yeah. Back, it's baby. Back. Maisel is back. Um, I am super D duper excited about what we're watching. Are we going to just talk about the first episode or are we going to watch? Um, so I'm going to try to watch as much as I can. Can? Okay. Yeah. I will try to do the same. Um, I know, I feel like I know a lot, well, a fair bit about it just because I, can I still get it? Is it, um, on a, oh, actually that's a good question. I don't know. Let's how to watch. make sure we can access it. Is it on Hulu? I don't know. We recently lost. Yeah. Both seasons are on Hulu. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, or AMC if you have cable. Oh, and it looks like they're still on BBC America, if that's also your thing. Sweet. Oh, the first season is available to buy. Um, it's, I'll. I will make. I will get. Find my way. Um, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what you think about this because I know that I've been poking at you about well, I have um, several people that um, really really recommend it really want me to watch it um, my best friend keeps asking me if I watched it yet and I keep having to say no which it's, I feel bad about I mean it's really it it's gonna be I I think once you start watching it you're gonna be like where what have I been doing with my life <laughs> it's like you know written by the goddess yeah PWB <laughs> with Fiona Shaw, also the goddess. Yeah, love her. Who I recently learned, did you? She's married to the woman who wrote the book Wave, who was. Um, yes, I did know that. I recently learned that. I recently also learned that, which I'm like, um, so that's fascinating. Um, Jodie Comer's great in it. Yeah. Sandra O, oh, unsurprisingly. Like it's 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 delightful. You're gonna love it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to get enthusiastic texts from you. It'll happen. Yay! <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Oh uh, yeah, I will uh wrap it up. For you us. Close us out. Close yeah. us out. Bring it on home. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh so uh, once again, we are on Twitter at <laughs> the letter T and sympathy pod find our website at T and sympathy pod.com. Um, send us show suggestions and pelotons. love letters and pelotons at T and sympathy pod at gmail.com. Um, I guess we're still on Facebook. At yeah. Facebook.com slash T and sympathy pod. They keep trying to shut us down, which I guess means we don't post enough, but it does mean we don't post enough. I just feel like if there was no posts for like a couple of weeks in right wing incel for christ whatever yeah. facebook group they wouldn't shut that down nope so. sure wouldn't Mm-mm. what makes us that. any different no, I'm just <laughs> a lot a lot makes us different Whoa. Uh, anyway apple Podcasts, google play and podbean 
is yeah. where you can listen to us. Um, Mom, shameful. <laughs> I don't even, I don't think my parents even. I'm not that. mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, oh, the withering, <laughs> withering reply. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yes. I'm just disappointed. No. Oh, which. I got to be honest, I think I was kind of an asshole child because when my parents said that to me, I was like, okay, <laughs> sucks to be you. <laughs> I'm going to go now, bye. Why don't you just learn? This is who I am. Then you won't be disappointed. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thanks so much. Until next time. This Cue is the dramatic music. And sympathy. My favorite. <laughs> Sign it off. Bye.